Hello and welcome to a live Big Story podcast. I'm your host, Himmat. Today, we'll be breaking down the sharp fall that the Indian equity benchmark Sensex and Nifty saw on 24 January, logging in their worst decline in two months. Sensex crashed over 2,000 points to 56,984, while Nifty 50 plunged over 500 points to 16,998. This is the sixth continuous day of this downward spiral, wiping more than 17.54 trillion rupees of investors' wealth. And some of the biggest losers in this dip are actually the new stock listings like Paytm, Nika, and Zomato. Zomato plunged over 20%, while Nika lost 13%. And stocks of Paytm have already plunged more than 50% since its IPO. So, what is causing this crash? And what should you as a retail investor do? Joining me today is Neeraj Shah, who is the market editor at Bloomberg Quint. Neeraj, welcome to the Big Story Podcast. It's always a pleasure speaking with you. Thanks for having me, Himat. Can you hear me clearly? Yeah, I can hear you clearly. So, uh, Neeraj, I wanted to start with why we are seeing this sharp fall for, for the first time. Uh, when I try to Google the reasons, a bunch of them start coming up, like rising oil prices, inflation, the tensions in Ukraine. And the number one reason was that a U.S. Federal Reserve panel meeting, which is scheduled for later this week. Uh, why are investors being spooked by a meeting? Can you explain its significance? Um, so, okay, just before I answer that, Himmat, I think uh, uh, one has to keep in mind that a lot of events have gotten front-loaded in the first quarter of 2022. So, uh, while the budget and typical nervousness before the budget would happen, two days ago there was a a WhatsApp message of on the day of the fall there's a WhatsApp message of how um, the long-term capital gains rates would be tinkered and I'm, I'm sure it didn't come from the finance minister so mm-hmm. all of these things keep on happening um, so the budget uh, the fact that there is uh, a set of elections including Uttar Pradesh in the first quarter uh, we have an earnings season which hasn't exactly been hunky-dory in the first quarter and uh, the earlier belief that uh, the Fed would start tapering and then once the taper is over, then maybe the Fed will then give an announcement of or the timeline of when would they start uh, raising rates as opposed to that. Uh, and therefore, it was believed that that rate decision will happen after the first quarter. So as opposed to that, now a bunch of uh, global houses, including Goldman Sachs, uh, Bofa Securities, etc., believe that uh, the interest rate hikes may happen uh, slightly earlier than that as soon as the tapering is done in the March meeting itself. And therefore, that also has gotten pre-poned. And we do have the Fed speaking tomorrow on the 26th of January, where it will give some indications of whether they indeed plan to do an earlier rate hike. So all of that leads to a bit of nervousness in the markets. And naturally, we have had uh, a corrective move. I mean, not just what happened on 24th January, but in the last few days, we've had a significant collective move. Okay. So for the reasons also we discussed right right now, was a single day fall of over 2,000 points expected? Like, or is this just like a monkey see, monkey do kind of scenario with retail investors following each other? Uh, you actually have to uh, believe that it was not as much a retail investor-led fall uh, as it was, uh, or as most of the other falls have been uh, institutional selling-led. Frankly, the retail investor has been a net buyer 
I would reckon on almost uh, each of the falls that we've seen um, yesterday. Um, the institutions, of course, sold uh, close to 3,700 crores, if I'm not wrong. And uh, when I spoke to brokers, I also heard of some margin calls getting triggered on select stocks. So it's probably a combination of um, forced selling in a small measure at some brokers uh, from the retail side. And of course, largely the kind of FI selling that we continue to see each of the months, each of the last four months, including the current month, we've had significant selling uh, on a given day a 2-3% fall can happen. Uh, so I don't think... I don't think 2022 will be devoid of such days. We may not have a 3% fall. We may have a 2% fall, but I think we'll see a number of such days. Okay. So, so far today, are we seeing this market in a corrective mode or do you think this plunge is going to take continue for a few more days now? Uh, anybody's guess, really. Uh, well, uh, when I speak to some dealing rooms, when I speak to some people who look at uh, support levels, uh, they do believe that... Uh, they do believe that uh, they did believe yesterday by the, by the way that uh, it was an opportune time to maybe put in uh, 10 15 20% of the money to work and then see if the markets would correct more than put in some more money to work we've had a slightly stable day today but uh, but i mean remains to be seen really uh, anybody's guessing but i don't think i don't think there's anybody who can give an answer to this i do know that uh, what most smart money managers are saying which is that even if the market continues to fall these are levels wherein uh, so uh, uh, just a relative thought here uh, while the nifty would have corrected eight nine percent or what have you from the highs a bunch of broader market stocks some of which you referred to in your opening uh, preamble uh, have corrected anywhere between 20 percent to 60 percent right so there is relative value starting to emerge in those pockets so people will nibble in those pockets you don't necessarily have to buy the nifty futures right in your portfolio buy specific stocks which are at a good value. So that has already started to happen. Neeraj, I want to know, how are the market veterans seeing this dip? Like, is this a good time to enter the market and buy the dip and go into like those investments like uh, Nika or Zomato, which were not very affordable earlier? Uh, so that's a tricky question, right? Because uh, what is impacting uh, the sentiment around some of the uh, tech or tech-enabled companies? And I think, uh, frankly, in this fall, people have clubbed uh, the platform companies with the IT services companies and every everything has gone down. Accenture, for example, has corrected about 20% after giving such stupendous results, as also with some of the other Indian IT names as well. Infosys, for example, maybe not a 20% fall, but as a correction. So the, the point is, uh, Himat, uh, should, should people buy into, for example, the insurance, uh, uh, the platform, which is an insurance vendor, vending leader in, in PB FinTech, or a Zomato, which is arguably one of the leaders in the food delivery space. Uh, I mean, Paytm is a difficult question, really, because it's not a leader. But I'm saying a bunch of leading stocks have come off. Now, it's always a case of uh, valuations again. There are a lot of people who, when Nika was at 2200 or 2300 said that they would be comfortable buying it only when it halves from those levels. And they were candid enough to say that they didn't think that Nika would ever reach levels of 1200, 1300. But they would be comfortable at those levels. Now... I think in this case, uh, it's to each their own. And specifically in the case of the platform companies, it's also a factor of what's happening across the globe. By the way, Paytm has corrected 50-60%, right? But it's not alone. Uh, the largest IPO of 2021 in Indonesia, uh, that e-commerce platform is down some 65-70% from the listing price. So uh, it's not the Indian, com Indian platform companies alone which are correcting. Globally, this is happening. Um, and 
who knows uh, where this will stop so difficult to call uh, difficult to give any nobody is able to give a call himat that's the point i'm making on those companies at least okay now uh, finally uh, neeraj is something i ask you every time as my last question for for whenever you're on the podcast is that how concerned should i be as a retail investor with this crash um so the boring answer is if you are in here for the long term um don't be concerned if the boring answer is that if you are indeed here for the long term then you should be celebrating the falls because you get to buy more with the with the same amount of money provided you had some money kept aside in the first place so which is why i think the balanced investing approach would usually help now to to uh, to get to the point of whether this is concerning sure it's concerning because you don't like to see so much of red on a screen and one doesn't know when this will stop uh, himat uh i dare say 2022 would be replete with a bunch of such instances uh, i i mean we were speaking to pofa securities this morning and their belief is that crude will go up to 120 a barrel now whether it goes to 100 110 120 doesn't matter or if it crosses three digits then it's negative for india that we have uh, up elections and if that verdict is uh, uh, where the incumbent government doesn't come back to power then people will want to believe that the policy reform uh measures might come to a halt so all of those are concerning factors and therefore um this may not be the only fall uh, we may have many such instances but if you've done your bottom up homework if you've done your valuations your math on your excel and if you believe that some companies earnings will grow over the course of the next 3 or 4 years irrespective of what happens to the global and the local landscape then you should actually be happy and uh, nibble into some of those when they reach very attractive valuations what is attractive of course is a is 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 anybody's question and um you know the i mean the beauty rise in the eyes of the beholder <laughs> okay well thank you neeraj for coming on the show again and also uh, helping us understand this crash it was a, it's a genuine pleasure talking to you uh, every time as do this podcast thanks for having me himat and and all the best and stay safe everybody and for our listeners that's the end of the show if you like listening to this episode please subscribe to the big story for episodic updates and you can also tune in to the quins other podcast series like itni stari baatein kisse kahaniyan land of a billion and urdunama you'll find them on the quins website apple podcast google podcast spotify jio saavn or wherever you listen to podcast so thank you so much for tuning in and that's the end of the show